This is Matthew Sanborn Smith, and if you touch your tongue to the screen, you can taste the sweet flesh of yet another episode of Beware the Hairy Mango. No? Try again. Give it a good lick. Keep on licking until you taste it. It's awesome. We're back with a billion sorries for my pathetic mango. Actually, he had nothing to do with it, but since he can't speak, I like to blame crap on him. Don't worry about me. I sleep with my door locked. We've been away so long partly because I wanted to fix the hackedness of the site before I recorded again, and I did, in spirit. The smart guy who did the sea lion's share of the work was the extraordinary Josh Leitze, the Starship Sofa's own Scotty, whom I mentioned last episode. This episode is dedicated to him. Now would be a perfect time for a kazoo, but I have none. I don't even have a comb with a tissue. How I wish I needed a comb. I'll just do this. I spelled that out for my script. You don't want to know how. Now everyone kiss Josh and we'll place a room temperature mango on his head and parade him around the virtual room. If any of you are worn out by that parade, you are way the hell out of shape because you were just sitting there. But I'll tell you how to get back into shape. This assumes that at some point you actually were in shape. You need a diet that works. A Diet That Works by Matthew Sanborn Smith. We all lost weight together. It was a backlash against America 21 when the average weight was 637 pounds and everyone ate Cambodian babies for breakfast. That crisis spurred the eventual embrace of the metric system in the United States. Mildly disgusted with themselves, what Unistatesian didn't want to tell their friends, I'm down to 290 kilograms, fatties. What have you done lately? After that victory, I'm afraid real work had to be done. Not exercise, though. Are you kidding? Everyone knew they weren't fat, they were just big boned, mother had told them as much. Although the ass bone was never discovered, bone reduction surgeries became the rage. However, as people began inexplicably breaking their bones, and why should that happen? Everyone was much lighter now, weren't they? The option of bone replacement became the new fad. Gross out yucky organic bones were replaced by carbon fiber tubes. They made bicycle frames out of that stuff, and bicycles were light, weren't they? Well, no one knew for sure because no one had ever been in the physical presence of a real bicycle, but man, it sounded like something someone would say, didn't it? That was good enough for everyone who couldn't be bothered to look up such a thing, i.e. everyone. Having lost so many pounds, metric was somehow forgotten again when measuring weight loss, people found cause for celebration. Finally, they could eat more without all that guilt. With the holidays coming up, they had their brokers double the shipments from Cambodia. Now it's time for a palate-cleansing musical interlude. Here's a song written by my son, Ian Alexander Sanborn-Smith, or, as he is affectionately known to us, The Boy. And it, too, is dedicated to the man of the minute, Josh Lightsey. The song is titled Mr. Efficient Man, for reasons the sharp-eared among you might gather. Mr. Efficient Man, I'm so efficient. Mr. Efficient Man, I'm so efficient. If you want me to teach you how to be efficient too, ah, dun-da-da-dun. How about them chihuahuas, folks? Only 17 and turning out work like that. Bright future. I'm begging him to do an album, or at least a follow-up. Maybe Mr. Deficient Man or something to cash in on his upcoming success. Let's take a moment to shake ourselves out. You good people have waited on me so long that you deserve another story. No, no, don't thank me till you've heard it. It's a story about various types of gasms. No ifs, ands, or buts. Ifs, ands, or buts by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The eye-gasm had been out for just two months, and already it was the best-selling little belt clippy gizmo of all time. I mean, who wouldn't want one? Its operation was simplicity itself. It only had one button. You'd press that and then have to go home and change your drawers. You didn't have to cheat on your spouse, and you didn't have to take things in your own hands. Even the people who denounced it on television got their own eye-gasm through clandestine sources. For research purposes, of course. Well, they did an awful lot of research in proportion to the paucity of their findings. 
There were imitators, of course. First came the angasm, which allowed the user to sync up with up to three friends for simultaneous enjoyment. This was soon followed by the ifgasm, which only worked some of the time and didn't do very well at all. What knucklehead thought that one up? After that came the orgasm. No, wait, they already had that, I think. Was that the original? I can't remember, but it seems like it had always been around. I hear they're rolling out the buttgasm soon. They haven't released the specs, and no one is sure what it does, but everyone agrees it will certainly merit a great deal of research. Okay, now you can thank me. If this story made you want a buttgasm, you can delight in it and other ticklish frivolities at my Balrog blog, the1000.blogspot.com, or just shiver in ecstasy right here at bewarethehairymango.com. Put me inside your skull on the comments for this post, or hum-v-mail me, and we'll go eight-wheelin' at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Enjoy this show during its away games at SFSignal.com, where the mango is the only fruit going. Climb aboard the Twitter factory, and follow me at Up With Gravity, and we'll talk shit about everyone who isn't following me. Not that we're doing that now, mind you. We're dancing from foot to foot with exceedingly tight lips just waiting for you to get there. Subscribe! Subscribe! That's right, do it twice and see my feed and everything will be cool now. Or even do the iTunes like every other drop in an ocean of Apple. All I can think about is throwing a big crust over that ocean where the geothermal stuff, that's the technical term, will cook it up in time for Thanksgiving. Unless you're Canadian. But we'll let you have some too. Bring whipped cream. The good stuff too. What the hell was I talking about? Okay, leave a nice review on iTunes while you're there. Lay some bread on me, or some dough, especially if it's in enormous pie crust form. Slather it all over the sweet and juicy donate button or the subscribe button below it. Cable me an IOU. Give me a money smooch. This podcast fires off rounds of carbonated turtle excrement from the wide bore barrels of a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. This is the meat-laden Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you that Thomas Edison said genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And try not to look up at that big old sweat bulb overhead. It might drip right in your mouth. Yeah. Good night. Here we go. One, two, three. Mr. Efficient Man, I'm so efficient. Mr. Efficient Man, I'm so efficient. If you want me to teach you how to be efficient, do ah, dun da da dun. All right.